Hello everyone, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Katrina and you're listening to All Things Considered, a show about sex, casual dating, and everything that comes along with all that stuff. Um, So today we are talking about casual dating and I know we always talk about casual dating but today is different because I don't know I think personally for me in my current love life I found that I've been I don't know just like very tired with the experience of like trying to like meet people or like just even trying to like talk to people in general I found that it's been very tiring so today I wanted to talk about just what's so tiring about casual dating um I feel like a lot of the times I try to keep the show very um light-hearted I guess and I try to be like oh like this is so fun and like you have so many fun experiences and that's true but um today's episode is dedicated to the not so fun experiences that come along with it um and so today to join me to talk about these things is um she's been on my show many times before so Molly is back to join us once again hello hey there thanks so much for having me yes of course of course so thank you so much for joining me again and like so okay molly she has been on my show um i think three or two times two times okay two times and um so yeah you were like my partner in crime and like casually dating and stuff (laughs) because i remember like when we first talked like we had been out of relationships at the same time Mm -hmm. and we had both been exploring like the casual dating scene and like i just really loved hearing your stories um but we'll get to where you are currently at Mm -hmm. right now in your love life but yeah i mean how was your casual dating experience like it was very it was I think the most different thing I've ever done in my life I think I'm very much a creature of habit and I like my routine and casual dating is anything but routine Mm -hmm. so there were a lot of I think every experience was a learning experience and I think it was the most unpredictable period Mm -hmm. of my life casually dating so Mm -hmm. interesting I definitely think I learned the most in that small period of time. That's very interesting. And I know that, like, um, we had both said, like, oh, we're definitely, like, serial monogamists. Mm -hmm. So I guess for you trying out casual dating, like, how was that? It was was a challenge. I I (laughs) deliberately started to date casually because I wanted to see how I would handle it because I knew it was something different than anything I'd ever done before. So I embarked on the journey because I knew that it was going to be difficult for me. So I knew that it would be uncomfortable at times and maybe not always giving me everything I needed, but I did it because I wanted to grow and do something tough for once. Mm, That's a really nice way of putting it. Like, (laughs) I think for me too, that was definitely something I was trying to do too. Like I had just... like we had both gotten out of like our relationships around like summertime no and um after that I was like I had been in another long-term relationship before that too so I was like yeah like I'm gonna try out like this casual dating thing um and so I've been on dates here and there and then like I was like going on a few dates with this one guy and then that didn't like 
end up panning out to be what I thought it would be. Um, but in general, I think the casual dating experience for me, um, yeah, I've definitely learned a lot too about myself and like just what I'm looking for in general. And I feel like I wouldn't say overall it's been like an awful experience at all. Um, just, I don't know, a lot of key learning moments, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's definitely been a challenge, I think, to go from like, um, I don't know, I'm the type of person I'm like, oh, I love like constant attention. And like, like you were saying, like, I love routine and stuff. And like, you just don't get that from like mm-hmm. casual dating. It's just so much like you're always like putting yourself out there you're kind of always like taking a risk with like every person you meet and also it's just like I don't know you just really have to get used to not knowing what the next day is gonna hold and um for me I what I love about relationships um is that you get to um I don't know you always just to like you have like a comfort of like knowing Mm -hmm. and so that's what is really scary about getting into the casual dating scene yeah. so yeah it has been very hard for me too <laughs> it's interesting that you said that you like constant attention because I think something I found was with casual dating I think I got more attention than really? if I'm in a like if, <laughs> if I were in a relationship or at least comparing that to the relationship I had just gotten out of mm-hmm. uh, most of my casual dating was on tinder so I think mm-hmm. It same, seems same. like there's almost an unlimited demand <laughs> when it comes to Tinder. So I think there were, I couldn't keep up. There were so many people coming at me wanting to go on dates. And I got to the point where I was like filling up my calendar and I, I stopped responding <laughs> to people. She's so popular. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't even want to make it sound like that, but it was, I could not handle all of it. I think that's why Tinder got exhausting for me mm. was there were so many people messaging me and there was no way I could possibly go on a date with all of them (laughs) so I think it's a different kind of attention it's like a superficial kind of attention Mm. but it was always there if I wanted that kind of attention that's true that's true but yeah you're right it's always like a superficial attention it's kind of like I don't know like and not that it's not real attention but it's not sometimes it's not the attention you want you know yeah yeah it was it was flattering at first but then after I would say I don't know after a couple weeks I kind of I was like okay this isn't you're not you're not (laughs) like original I don't really I'm not interested (laughs) just based on whatever pickup line you came at me with yeah so it does get repetitive and not not as yeah, intimate or meaningful. It's not as meaningful as mm-hmm. the attention you get from a relationship you've built with someone. Yeah, I feel that. And so, like, I don't know, like, what kind of what kinds of casual relationships did you encounter during your whole time mm-hmm. um, dating? So I found that the most of my dating experiences were first dates. Mm, um, okay. So I had only, I think, in my casual dating experience, I had only gone on a second date with two people so everyone else was just one date and that was it how many first dates did you go on I would say about eight okay that's a lot still yeah and only two of those were second date Mm -hmm. interesting yeah (laughs) so how what did you learn from all the first dates I think so kind of similar to how the first encounters on tinder messages were kind of flattering or intriguing I think I kind of enjoyed the first date process for a little bit and after a while after going on 
consecutive first dates with different people, I realized that they were getting really exhausting, that Mm -hmm. I was giving my all into these dates. And then once they were over, I was like, eh, that was okay. Or Mm -hmm. no, I'm never going to go out with that person again. And I would come home from, or maybe I wouldn't come home from some of those dates dates and and just think like, oh, that was so exhausting. Like, what did I even get out of that? Mm -hmm. So I think I, every first date, they consecutively got less rewarding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very, I don't know, sad, but also like, (laughs) that's so true. Like, I think it is exhausting. Like first dates are there's just a lot that comes with first dates because it's like you know you have to like hype yourself up and mm-hmm. like you might be like super nervous to meet them and then like on the date like obviously you don't want to have a bad time and like you don't want them to have a bad time so like you have to like be on your a game and just like presenting your best self and like that is just like very tiring and then at the end you're kind of just like well what did I even do that for mm-hmm. especially exactly. if you like don't even like them yeah was it happening that like you genuinely like didn't like the people or was it just like um do you think you were just like tired from going on the first dates that you were like I wouldn't want to pursue this further or anything I think it was just it was mostly they were they were all just kind of mediocre. Mm, okay. I it, They weren't people that I would pursue any further. And so it wasn't that the first date was so exhausting that I didn't want to go out with them again. It was just me kind of not wanting to waste any more energy on mediocrity. Mm, <laughs> I realized that even although I was kind of exploring things, I still did have a certain standard for the people I was, I was dating. So I didn't want to continue to invest energy in something that I knew wasn't rewarding for me Hmm. I feel like that's really interesting because it it's a a very different from like my casual dating experience Mm -hmm. so far because I feel like for me it's like the opposite like I'm all about like vetting the guys out so that I'm like okay I have to know that they're good enough and then like on the first date usually I'm like okay like they're cool enough for a second date so I feel like I most of the times I've been on like second dates Mm -hmm. and even like third dates um and so I feel like for me that's what's been super exhausting is like the after the first date Mm. I don't know I think we've talked about before the period of time we message someone before we go on a date with them and I think Mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with why you go on second (laughs) dates and I only go on first dates because (laughs) we talked about before how pretty much in one conversation I, I will know or I will agree to a date with someone Whereas you talked about you talked to someone for like two weeks before (laughs) before giving them your phone number or something. Yeah, no, and I feel like that's, I think I've gotten better at it though because I don't take a full two weeks anymore. If they ask me straight up, I'll just give it to them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I feel like at first it was definitely like, okay, like I really need to like make sure this is like a person I'm going to like. And then after a while of doing that, I was just like, you know what I should just like go for things more but I feel like um I don't know it's just like still frustrating too because like again it's just like you never really know what you're gonna get Mm -hmm. out of that person do you feel like your experiences were more rewarding if you made it to a second date with someone because it sounds like you, you the the percentage of people you went out with you went on second dates with yeah I felt like 
Hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. I feel like yes, it was reward. It was more rewarding to do like the second and third dates and be all like, oh, let's see where this goes. But at the same time, it also made it all the more exhausting when those things didn't、mm. pan out, kind of.、Um, but I guess like a good question that I. Should be asking myself, and I ask this to you too: is like, what were you looking for when you were like going on casual dates? Because like I know for me, I'm like, I was like, yeah, like I just want to try casually dating and see if I can just like not catch feelings.、Um, and then it, eventually, it turned into I want someone to fall in love with me. <laughs> I totally, I think I was、you、about、know? to say I, I didn't have an idea, but I think that's right that. <laughs> Because I'm a serial monogamist, I wanted to see if I could date and not want to be attached to that person. Yeah. So I think that's kind of probably what contributed to the mediocrity was that I wasn't looking, I wasn't initially looking for someone to be in a relationship with. So I was just, I was okay with someone not being relationship material because I wanted. I think it makes it easier to not get attached to someone、mm-hmm. if there's someone you know you're not going to want to be in a relationship with. So it definitely was. Yeah, kind of seeing what it would be like to be in that setting with someone, and I think that was refreshing to me when you enter a date with someone and you know that you're just casually dating. That was something I'd never done before,、mm. and especially with Tinder, that kind of also、um, makes people's intentions a little more clear. As far as most people aren't on Tinder to right away jump into a relationship, like everyone's there for dating and other things.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was cool to. Go on a date with someone who also was not looking for a relationship.、Mm. Would you make that clear upfront with the person? Yeah, I think I would. I or that's something I wasn't hesitant to ask them about. Oh, okay. So you would ask them like, "Oh, what are you looking for?"、Mm, I think that was something I would ask on first dates. I wouldn't ask them on messaging them. Oh,、okay. so I would ask them, "Why are you on Tinder?" And some people were more. Coy about it than others, which I thought was funny because I I don't know I'm a very direct person, <laughs> so you can tell me exactly、yeah. what you're looking for. I tried to weed out anyone who was just looking for a hookup, and I think、mm-hmm. I d- I did well with that. Like it was always going on dinner dates or nice nice dates that didn't end with anything I didn't want it to end with.、Mm-hmm. So I think it was um it was good to kind of see what like decent dates looked like. Without necessarily attaching the hookup all the time.、Mm, that's interesting. So for you, was it ever like, oh, I want to try to see, because like we talk a lot about casual dating, but was it ever like, oh, I want to see what like casually hooking up with someone? Would oh, definitely. Be、like、okay. Yeah, I think I surprised myself. Like the first time I ever went home with someone after a date, I was like, whoa, this is different. And that was, I think that was kind of. One of the easier parts, almost,、mm. um, and I think it was cool to be able to exercise my sexuality and feel proud and free about that. And I think that was kind of the the least difficult emotionally part of it for me. And that was something I never thought would be easy for me.、Wow. Yeah, I think it was it was interesting to me to be able to have like a sexual encounter with someone and not. Then have that not factor into my emotions, which is、mm-hmm. really wild for me to say now that I'm even thinking about it. But that was, I think that was a good,、um, yeah, a good exercise for me、yeah. to kind of reclaim,、um, yeah, just reclaim my ownership of myself and be unapologetic for the choices I make. 
I totally feel that and I feel like the same way it's like the first time like you're you just like hook up with someone that you just like oh it's like maybe just a first date or something it's so it does feel very like empowering because Mm -hmm. like after that first date I'm always like oh well like I can have sex with this person and I know at least right now like I'm not in love with them but I can still like have fun so that's that's cool and then I feel like for me it's like you know how I'm saying like oh I do the second date thing that's when I'm like okay now I'm feeling messy with myself Mm -hmm. although I will say I think the times when it wasn't an enjoyable experience were the most exhausting ones Mm, so the day after like if I had like really bad sex I would be in the worst mood the next day so I think that so it was the thing that I didn't get the most emotionally attached to but it definitely had that fatigue aspect that we're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah no that's so true so what do you think in general was just like the most tiring part of um, your casual dating experience I think I never got over the anxiety of is this gonna work out (gasps) knowing that I was what whatever I would always have these moments I think in every single day where I'd be looking at this person, either I'm talking to them or whatever. And in my head, I'm wondering, where is this going to go? Is this person interested in seeing this thing go further? And I never, I just didn't like that constant questioning that, Mm -hmm. and it was always an internal dialogue. And I think it was, that just goes back to my desire to be in a monogamous relationship. And that's something I never got rid of. So maybe I could hook up with someone and not get emotionally attached. But at the end of the day, I was still wondering what am I investing all this for and it never was fully rewarding like I don't think the returns ever matched what I invested Hmm. I feel like I really like what you're saying because I totally feel that too um like I know that you were saying like oh you never like go on the second dates with these people but was it usually you who were that was the one that was like oh like I'm not gonna go on the second date with them or was it just like it ended up just being a thing like oh you both just didn't click enough to go out on the second date yeah I think it was mostly a kind of mutual thing where it was Mm. like okay that was fine and I think we both kind of felt like we were on the same page at the end of it like okay thanks bye Mm. and I feel like that's super just like mediocrity as weird as it sounds it can be so exhausting you know Mm -hmm. because there's nothing like exciting that makes it rewarding um and it's not like so awful that it's like at least a funny experience Mm -hmm. or something it's just kind of like meh yeah I, i do think the meh is the is the most exhausting if you know something was terrible then at least you have either like a fire behind it or something that inspires you to not pursue someone like that or a dating situation like that whereas yeah if it's mediocre you don't know what to take from it Mm -hmm. I think it's it's less of a learning experience if it was just kind of falling flat Mm, that's really interesting because I feel like for me I experience less of the meh but I experience a lot more disappointment Mm. and I feel like I'm not sure if that's with me and like my own expectations or just I don't know I don't know you know what I mean yeah (laughs) yeah I think it's you always I think I'm someone and in general people go on first dates they think this like I want to think the best about people and so if they don't prove me wrong or right what am I I don't know what to do with that (laughs) no that's very true 
I like that. Okay. So did you ever have the experience of like, I don't know, getting like really hyped up about a person and then like being um, disappointed from that though? Mm -hmm. I think this was, this was a person that I talked about on your show. Uh, I think the first time I was on it, it was, it was, it was someone that I went on a second date with and things were going really well. And I saw this person for almost three months. Oh, the one you're okay. That yeah, the guy. one I really liked. Yeah. And so, but you said you didn't. <laughs> I distinctly remember you saying like, yeah, I don't care if he introduces me to his family or not. Like stuff like that. Right. Yeah, no, it, I, I didn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I was. I was in a place where I didn't <laughs> care if it was going to go in like the relationship status or not. It was more just I enjoyed spending time with this person, mm-hmm. but it didn't pan out because he got too busy and I was I didn't like the way it just kind of gradually happened and then it was like he kept flaking out um and I feel like that's how a lot of things kind of end is they kind of just people start making excuses and it kind of fizzles and I lost interest because yeah I I knew it was like at that point it was beyond mediocrity it was like okay this is kind of a deal breaker at this point yeah like I feel like flaking, flakiness and just like that stuff in general, that's just no, no, no. Mm -hmm. That's not really nice in my book. Did you ever experience like ghosting? No. Never? (laughs) I've never experienced ghosting. Oh my gosh. That's like a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel, I think actually I've only experienced, okay, so I've experienced it twice. um, And the first time it was after like a third date. Mm -hmm. So I was like very shook I was just like oh my gosh like I thought this was going well Mm -hmm. so that was just a shocker and then the second time it also happened after a third date Mm. that that was another ghosting and like that's also just a very exhausting part of dating too which goes along with what you were saying there's just like all sorts of like different anxieties that comes with dating and one of them is like oh is this person gonna ghost me or not Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's something with especially with the person where it lasted three months, we had established somewhere along the line that we weren't going to ghost each other. Mm, So once it got to the point where we had been dating pretty consistently, we we actually had a lot of kind of defining the relationship talks. Interesting. I think because it was so new to me to be with, to be with someone who I liked and who we were both deliberately not going to be in a relationship. And so it was always like, I think part of the learning experience for me was talking it over with that person and I think we realized once we kind of passed a certain threshold of time that we had spent together that it wouldn't be fitting to just end what we had shared by saying nothing. So it eventually ended with me calling him and being like, hey, so we're not going to date anymore. And I think that's also kind of a personality thing. Um, I don't think I've ever been ghosted because I'm someone who kind of demands people to be direct That's with good, me. though. <laughs> so I don't think that situation would happen because I would seek out an answer (laughs) (laughs) that's maybe that's something i need to learn so i don't get ghosted anymore maybe (laughs) i mean you can't blame yourself for being ghosted either no of course not of course not it's usually always with like the other person i feel like with that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um but yeah i feel like um with that relationship like i know you said it lasted three months and it was like you said, it was fun and stuff. Did you feel like, in general, that one was just very tiring, too? Just to be in that... Because I feel like in those types of relationships, as fun and, like, lighthearted as they are, they're, like what you were saying, there's always that 
sort of thing in the back of your head that's like, I really don't know where this is going, but I'm trying to enjoy my time with that person. Did you experience that too? I experienced a little bit of that. I think I was always trying to convince myself that I was happy to be in a not monogamous relationship or a not one that was committed. And I think that's kind of the mentality I was in when I was on your show in October or <laughs> yeah, whenever that was in the fall. Uh, but I also think out of all of my casual dating experiences, that one was the most rewarding because I, I discovered that there there was someone who I could have a, a somewhat like longer term than just a couple of dates relationship with someone without it being a committed monogamous relationship. So I think that was there wasn't a lot of heartache, but I think it's because I I was going into something else new. Mm-hmm. And, and I tell us about that. <laughs> so yeah, that that dating that three month dating relationship ended when I decided to enter a committed relationship with someone else I had met on Tinder. Mm. Yeah. So so how did you know you were done mm. with casual dating? All right. So I think a lot of it was timing. I think as this person was being flaky. Um, I realized that that wasn't that wasn't the attention I wanted, the lack of attention. <laughs> so at the same t- around that same time, I went on a first date with someone I met on Tinder who was really great. Um, and I didn't think just after the first date that I wanted to be in a relationship with him. It took I think the third date was when I knew. And um, I knew because it was no longer mediocrity. I found someone who stood out from the rest and, it's it's not always a comparison game, but I think after quite a few months of casual dating, I knew that this was something that was different and something that was really refreshing. And I felt like we saw eye to eye on a lot of things and had a lot of experiences in common. And um, I just I realized that I would be missing out on a lot more if I didn't pursue a relationship with this person. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it was a. Um, I decided on a very emotional day. I was actually supposed to go on a Tinder date, a Tinder first date with someone else. And I just wasn't having a great day. I canceled that first date because I had no emotional energy to go on it. And I realized on that day that I there was a reason besides my, my other emotional exhaustion, there was a reason I didn't want to go on any more first dates. And it was because, yeah, I wanted to invest my time and energy and emotions into someone who deserved it. So... Yeah, and I'm still with that person a day. <laughs> it's been three and a half months she now. She found them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. cute. Was there ever a time, like, in the middle of um, your casual dating experience that you were like, I just want to, like, take a break from this. Like, this is too exhausting. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to do this at all. I think it always, it was, was kind it of, at the end? it came in ebbs and flows. I think throughout casual dating, I deleted Tinder twice. Mm-hmm. It was more the I Tinder part of it before, oh. before it actually turned into a date. So I think when I couldn't keep up with messages, I would kind of do these like spurts of matching with people and messaging them and setting up dates. And then once my calendar was kind of full, I'd be like, okay, bye <laughs> Tinder. I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> So I think that was what happened. But when I was dating people, I I kind of thought that it was going to happen indefinitely. Like I didn't know I wanted to be in a relationship. Like I didn't, I wasn't really like counting down like the time till I'd be ready for a relationship. It was always just kind of like, okay, this is how it's going to be for the next few months till, I don't know, till whenever. And so I, I didn't even think that it was going to be till I met the person that I wanted to be in a relationship with. Okay. And I think it wasn't until 
I met that person that I realized what, yeah, kind of just the mediocrity that I was dealing with that I didn't have to deal with anymore. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was trading in the excitement and unpredictability of casual dating for someone who I wanted to get to know more and I didn't want them. They had expressed to me he, I can say he, um, he, had yeah. to me, he had expressed to me that he was looking for someone to be in a relationship with. And at first I was like, okay, well, just so you know, I'm just casual dating. <laughs> and then I realized after a couple of weeks, I was like, wait, you're really cool. Um, so it was, yeah, it wasn't even a question. It was like a really quick decision. I just like knew I wanted to be with him. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to end this on a hopeful Aww. note. Um, but that's really cute that you ended up finding your person on Tinder. And I really like that story. Um, so thank you for sharing all your experiences. Thank you. Um, do you have any last minute thoughts or advice to people who are still um, going through casual dating? I think, <laughs> I think it's definitely important that throughout casual dating that you constantly reflect on your standards because I think it's easy to kind of um yeah just go for mediocre and I think but that's okay I think once you kind of have a f like those first few dating experiences after a while I think it's okay to raise the bar mm -hmm. and when you're not dating someone that's time for you to kind of reflect and work on yourself so that's something that I'm thankful for from like being single and not being in a relationship was that time that I had for myself and to reflect so I would say don't ever feel like your standards are too high um and yeah hopefully you'll meet that person sometime that meets those standards Aww. Okay, yes, I agree with everything you just said. Um, as someone who is still going through this, like, really weird process of just trying to, like, figure out myself and my own standards through casual dating, I think, yes, it is exhausting, um, but, you know, it's always okay to take breaks. Um, you know, no one's ever forcing you to like go on dates. So always like take breaks and like, yeah, definitely reflect on what it is you really, really want out of um, your experiences. Um, and then at the end of the day, like you always have yourself. It's okay to just like chill and like be single. And you know, as Molly has shown us, one day you too might find the one so don't give up hope either if it's very tiring um but yeah thank you so much for being on my show today thanks so much for having me this is one of my faves on kuci thank you <laughs> <laughs> and this is your last show because you're graduating yeah it's true <laughs> who knows maybe one day again um but yeah thank you so much for being on my show thank you to everyone who has listened to the show tune in next week same time same place i'm katrina and you've been listening to all things considered bye